Hello and welcome to our podcast. Uh, this is going to be about everything music that uh, the three of us are interested in. There is three of us. My name is John and I have a Spotify premium account. Uh, <laughs> and, um, and yeah, well, I guess my interest in music kind of lies with currently a more kind of indie pop scene. Um, and I mean, I've got a, quite a, a variety of different genres of flavours going on. But uh, yeah, I guess that's it from me. Uh, Dave, do you want to introduce yourself, even though I've yep, just done it well, for you? I was going to say, I'm Dave. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, like, like you, probably a broad taste in, in music, really. Um, all sorts of things. You know, I like listening to music. I play uh, guitar, play guitar for a fair while. So a little bit of a music background there. Um but yeah, just all things music. Let's go. All right. Okay. Yeah. And then <laughs> hand it over to you. Next person in line. Uh, cheers, cheers, John. Yeah, no, I'm Toby. Um, I've um, I've got a, a mild background in music. I, I'm self, bit of self-taught guitar, um, some really basic lessons, a bit of self-taught ukulele. I'm a grade five distinction singer, believe it or not, from my raspy coffee voice. Um and um i've got i've been uh part of many musicals in the past so some of the guilty pleasures that we might mention later might be some musical numbers so listen out uh and also have a spot of course i mean i feel like i want to redo mine now because that was just i'm like i know i know i, I have nothing on well, neither of you really i think it's important to what what no i was gonna just be like no go on go on I was just going to say, uh, well, clearly, technically, you you guys have a lot more knowledge and kind of just a, a lot more information to give on that side of things. Where I'm, I'm going to kind of bring the uh, obviously the charisma, but um, but also the general bants, yeah, general bants and general brands, Adidas. <laughs> Absolutely, um, I now, guess. I mean, then doesn't really matter though, does it? Like you know, it's. All different yeah. perspectives, you know. Everyone can enjoy music. You don't have to be like Absolutely. trained, classically That's trained. The best thing about it. I, I, don't, I don't remember anything technical from music, so I wouldn't worry about that side. Like, unless we start talking about classical, and I don't think we're going into that. So. <laughs> yes, uh, I guess then. Uh, what's up for for grabs in the the first segment of the podcast? So, first segment of the podcast, I assume we'll go with uh, guilty pleasures. So, um, the podcast is going to take a sort of like a three section at the moment we're going to do uh guilty pleasures to start go into an album and then we'll finish up on the uh a fun little game uh for all for all you uh listeners out there um <laughs> uh so the start is guilty pleasures so guys what are your guilty pleasures what do you listen to when no one's about you might be in the shower you might be on the way to work what are you listening to go on john uh, what are you saying oh you sure okay um Take it well, away. I, I had I had to think about this earlier, and and I realised there's there's definitely a kind of uh, clear pattern going on with my guilty pleasures. But you know, I'll mention one of them that you know I really enjoyed today, and that is Blue, the boy band Blue, absolute uh, bangers, left, right, centre. And uh, I mean, you, you've taken the words right out of my mouth because I was going to say Blue. I've got to think of another no, one. You now. Were. No, you weren't. <laughs> I actually no, you was. Were. I was no, bangers for days. <laughs> Were you actually? Yeah, no, I was. <laughs> Amazing. Toby, uh, I, I, I assume you were going to choose blue as well. Oh, yeah. yeah I've got, I feel like red, actually. Simply red. I feel on my own here. I'm the only one who didn't choose blue. What? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess like their their repertoire. You know, you got All Rise, you got One Love, you got Flyby, you got you got a host of bangers. And I tell you what, if you want to get into Blue, just go listen to the best of Blue album. It's uh, the greatest of Blue. And I tell you what, you can't. <laughs> is that your wrong. favorite Blue album? Is it the best is, of Blue? This is a Blue. Well, it's it's probably the one that uh, started me in into the you know the boy band. <laughs> so your dad blue. came in, son. Here's this if this album changed my life, it will it will change yours as well. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure um, both parents didn't enjoy uh, me playing. They're not into blue, blue. At the time. No, they they weren't. Um, I I tell you what, I bet they're sick live. Maybe not now. They're probably quite old now. I mean, also it's a pandemic. 
<laughs> well, yeah, there is that. If, only, uh, if only we could that, see though. some live music, that would be nice. Absolutely. I, I mean, Toby, do you know who Blue is? No, I have no idea who Blue oh, is. I've got, I've got some listening to after this. Oh, cr- wow. Okay, yeah. Well, all the recommendations I've given you, go ahead and whack that in your Spotify. Well, I mean, now I feel like I've got to come up with another one. Uh, on the I, I spot. have got other options. If no, but... no, no, I, I will say, um, Boyzone, Boyzone as well. Boyzone. No, take that. I'm going to go with take that. You know, just okay. any boy band really, but take that. Just classics. I was just, just going to say they all kind of like uh, you know they oh, they obviously follow a very similar pattern. They a lot of them do sound the same, but uh, what boy bands? What is it about each one that kind of pulls it out of the bag? And makes it's them just a, hooks, a, isn't you know, it? It's just like amazing. Just, just. I, I think they've just got some good hooks, basically. Yeah. Some yeah. filthy yeah. hooks. It's it's an anthem, isn't it? You could chuck on anything by Take That, and someone in the room will know some words, won't they? That's part of it. <laughs> the thing with Take That is not only were they like you know they had that comeback, so they had I don't know if it was was it like the the mid nineties or the late nineties, you know they they had that sort of Take That, but then. They they came back again, obviously, and I think that there's not many boy bands that really did that. I think they've had more longevity because of that than than probably other boy bands. Mm. But yeah. you know. no, I'd agree with that. I could yeah. foresee Coldplay having a long a, a longer mm. tenure than they've had as well. But they 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 were slightly later, weren't they? Than Take That. So Take That have already had the the time. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Coldplay are massive now, which is kind of weird because they're quite. Not niche, but like I don't know that the their music wasn't as maybe mainstream as it is now. Yeah, it, it felt started. like a bit of a, a slow build up to to Coldplay, mm. didn't it? In terms of their popularity, but they do well with their public image, don't they? Because Chris Martin, he did a lot during the pandemic, and people really connected with that. He did lot, lot lots of live streams and collaborations with loads of different artists. Um, so I th- I think that might be part of it, where he's they're pivoting to a new audience, but they've still got like that hardcore audience of like sort of like middle-aged older people yeah, that really love Coldplay maybe. so yeah maybe I did not connect I will put that out there. <laughs> I did not I did not connect with uh, Chris Martin get out and, Chris Martin uh, yeah get out Chris Martin uh, now nah, to be fair Coldplay are okay <laughs> <laughs> you'll see them approval yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> big gradually yeah they're right <laughs> I mean I did yeah I mean I'm kind of with you on that one to be fair John like I think they're all right like I prefer their sort of earlier stuff yeah sounds, oh yeah you know, yeah i prefer the earlier stuff actually before they sold out but yeah. so hold on, Dave. <laughs> what, what was your guilty pleasure well take that we just we just yeah i was gonna say we were on coldplay for a while there uh, but yeah um, i mean coldplay not really my guilty pleasure yeah um, tim pot take more that. my pleasure it, yeah, yeah take that take that i do i do i think take that patience was the first song i ever had on my ipod yeah when i was younger so if that's not an endorsement, I, I don't know what is. That's so interesting, like, though. That's that's interesting. What, what the first song was? What was the first album you had then, Dave? First album I had uh, was actually uh, "Demon Days" by Gorillaz. Um, nice, nice. Which, yeah, I think it's, I do think that's a really good album. Actually, I really enjoy. I still listen to that album now. Um, I've, I've got something back in the day. Oh, sorry, no, I won't tell you off it. Gone. That's yeah. fun. That's that... funny that you say that. My first album was "Plastic Beach" by Gorillaz. Was it? Yeah, John, genuinely. come on, come on, John. Yeah, John's gonna be like, yeah, it was yeah, blue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was Coldplay, and he starts crying yeah. gently. <laughs> um, I, it actually, to to what I recollect, it was blue. Best of blue. <laughs> what was it? Yeah, so, like, honestly, what was it? I'll be deadly serious. Are you actually? I guess I guess so. What are you classifying? I think I asked for the album, but I didn't necessarily right. buy it myself. Right, what's the first one you purchased? Because I'm pretty sure I got handed Ooh. like a now 62 at some point. <laughs> yeah, like Demon Days was the first one like I was actually like, I want this album. Like I'm you know, bought it with my yeah. pocket money or whatever I was given. Hmm. Um, it, it, it's going to be down the kind of uh, ronk, uh, ronk, 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 punk kind of stuff. Uh, mm. Probably, oh. I don't know. I was into Three Days Grace. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dave, you know me so well. Was. 
It could, it, yeah, yeah, I'm going to throw three days grace. It, it might not be, but um, they'd definitely be up there of uh, one of the first ones I got. Ah, uh, back in the day. You know, they're Sorry, probably you... still a guilty pleasure. Oh, yeah, they are. They are. They're, they're, they are pure filth. They really are. Um, I get, yeah, I guess, shall we, shall we go back to the, you know, the, our each selected guilty pleasure? Because, Toby, you haven't told us. Yeah. Yours. Toby, what's yours? Mm. So my guilty pleasure, <clears throat> and I, I say this is guilty, some people might really connect with this, and but I think a lot of people possibly won't because of how divisive the film was. Well, not divisive, because of how divisive people... It's kind of like a Marmite film. People really love it or people really hate it. And I listen to the soundtrack of La La Land far too much than I care to admit. I love... Honestly, it, it goes back to the musicals. I love La La Land. That can, I really connected with that film. It was from the producers of Whiplash. Um, so I, I was already going to like it. Whiplash should be my favourite film. And uh, so the, the soundtrack of La La Land, I know like most of the lyrics. I've learned half the songs on ukulele. Fantastic. Absolutely. Guilty I, pleasure I, of mine. I, I quite like... I, I think La La Land as a film, I actually really like. And mm. yeah, I, I do... I, I quite like the soundtrack. I think it's a good soundtrack. I, um, I personally, because we, we, we briefly covered this the other day, Toby. I didn't realise you are going to select it as your guilty pleasure, but we, we I, I don't understand that there's people out there that don't like the La La Land soundtrack. It's, it's like... The La La Land. <laughs> <laughs> you I'm don't sure like the La La Land? <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, I, mean, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. I mean... No, it's um, it's, they, I think people don't like the... I think it might, it might not be maybe the soundtrack they don't like. It's more the... I think that there's negative reactions to the soundtrack due to the fact obviously that not going to go spoiler territory but the, how the film ends people don't feel like it's as satisfying and therefore oh, i think that they need to grow up you know absolutely what I mean? absolutely <laughs> in the real world <laughs> sort yeah. it out you've got that child i mean well, listen to a soundtrack and, and i thought it was forget about the film yeah i thought it was very i was very satisfied with the ending in terms of yeah mm. you know I, I thought it was a good ending i think as well at the time i think there was a lot of backlash over that film um, I think it was like really glorifying like Hollywood. Oh, look at, you know, look at Hollywood. We're, we're so amazing, which I think some people probably didn't like that as well. Mm. Um, and the, I think some people just don't like musicals really, do they? I think that might feature as part of it. And I think, I think that's what, what one thing that I'm sure you guys probably connected with as well was that it paid homage to so many other musicals and so many other like sounds and, and visuals. And I, th- I th- that's, that's what ties it together to me is like a fantastic album. And a, and a fantastic mm. film. I'm yeah, not clever funny. enough to get all those things you just said. However, I, I, I will it's like say references uh, to the films and that. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> I get, yeah. The film's great. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, Emma Stone, Ryan Gosling, ten out of ten. Fantastic. Boom, boom. What more do you want? Come on, official review done. <laughs> right. Uh, we're going to change this to a film reviewing uh, podcast. That was, just, <laughs> yeah. that was quite frankly, that was amazing. <laughs> so, do we want to segue nicely into the album? Yeah, the yeah, I think so. Perfect. So, the album I have selected to start us off with this week is the album Vampire Weekend by Vampire Weekend. So, the the uh, album Vampire Weekend came out in two thousand and eight, unless I'm entirely wrong. Um, and now you're right. That's the thing I did remember. Nice, you Google it. <laughs> he did his research. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe slightly lesser known is uh, in my you know Wikipedia searching is it they they finished it mainly in 2007 and it was a lot of just like audio and post editing tweaks and that's what brought it over 2008. Um, and the reason why I chose this album was um, back when I was a lot younger. I think it was in like year nine of secondary school. I um, was sort of flailing around a music taste. I was listening to like dubstep because it was cool. I was listening to like, I was listening to um, a bit of Metallica. I was listening to classical music. I was listening to just anything. And then I um, I did a music week uh, at school. It was like an, an enrichment week. And we, uh, it was called, we called it band week. And we all joined bands um, which were all hastily cobbled together and most of us couldn't play instruments. Um, and the guy you're <laughs> on a band with could play guitar and he said, let's do this song, A-Punk by Vampire Weekend. He played the riff and I was like, oh, I know that. That's that's in loads of adverts. That's a sick song. Um, and he said, go and listen to the rest of it. Um, and I did. And it absolutely just, it just spoke to me. That album is, um, it just, it, it, it's just encapsulates in my mind of 
uh, the first time I listened to it, it gave me really good, happy vibes. It gave me a good, happy feeling. It really made me like, you know, you, just, you get a bit of a head bob, you get a bit, you know, and then and then initially you start, you start listening to the lyrics and you realise that if it sounds like they're talking about absolute rubbish. Um, and I also kind of like that. And I fe- it felt very um, different and new and fresh. Um, and especially listening to like Metallica and stuff, it's quite nice to listen to something happy. And that, that really like spoke to me. Um and yeah, and so and so I, le- I, I on that week I learned the riff to a punk, um, and uh, I've also learned the bit to Cape Cod Quasca, which is another song that will come up on the album, um, and I've got it on vinyl now. I haven't got a vinyl player, so that is that is my connection to the album. So just Very to nice. just to be clear, this is uh, this is your favorite album of all time. See, this this is something that you'll find that I, that that will be a recurring theme. Is my favorite album will change maybe weekly, but. It is definitely up there as one of the best, alongside mm. Catfish in the Bottom some... and The Ride, yeah. and you know, and Ten Tons. But it's definitely it's holds a special space. So please don't insult it. <laughs> <laughs> right now, my critical review. <laughs> Podcast um, title: Why Vampire Weekends Cram. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the the first thing that I've jotted down. Um, I took this very seriously. Uh, I, I, mean, I listened to. I, I saw that post-it note. It was jam-packed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you should. <laughs> <laughs> if only, yeah, if only so the look, listeners could see it, they would understand. He's only managed that. to fill one side, though. Strangely, but there's a little bit on the back. Oh, there's a line. There's a line. There's not listeners. There's not. So, so the first track got me thinking. What is a mansard roof? What's a mansard roof? I didn't know, so I googled it. It's one of those fancy roofs, so it's a fancy song. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> Boom! Oh, big brain power! <laughs> so it's, it's big brain time here. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my first bullet point. Googled mansard. <laughs> I mean, let me have a look. What I've, what did I? Yeah, because this yeah, is actually go, go with a serious point, Dave. Well, I was going to say I. I'd never listened to this album before. Uh, the only song I'd ever heard by Vampire Weekend previous to me listening to this was A Punk. So it was mm. the only one I sort of I ever, you know, and I'd never really listened to it in full. You know, I just knew that that initial riff. Um, but yeah, the, so the first the first track, um, I, I liked it. I, I liked it. I, I um, it, the thing I liked the most about it was probably um the instrumental the you know the guitar mm. i really like towards the end 100%. it sort of builds a little bit and you have this like um fast picked sort of uh riff which i thought was really cool and you know unusual i, I guess uh probably something i wouldn't have expected to to hear in maybe an album like this I, but um I, yeah i enjoyed it i think overall i would say i enjoyed the album as well um being that it's, it's probably not something i would i would usually listen to Mm. um what what are your sort of thoughts on it john i mean had had you heard like have you heard you know anything by yeah so, uh, previously? Quite, quite similar quite similar to you um dave like it was i think i'd heard of like a couple of songs possibly played here and there but yeah i could only narrow down the the one which was a punk um mm. i wrote down in between us for that um which obviously does actually i mean well. yeah um <laughs> But yeah, no, I think uh, like A-Punk, it, it, what you said earlier, Toby, about it being an advert, so I don't recall it as much at the time, but when you said it, I was like, oh yeah, you know what, that would make sense. It's definitely that kind of song. It's it's, it's quite like a, sweet, a typical a advert tweet. song in the sense it is a of little that, bit. I mean, that sounds like a criticism, but it, it's not. It's like, um, I think a lot of adverts go for these like under the radar sort of indie gems. And I think mm-hmm. probably at the time before it was, you know, used in an advert. Uh, uh, you know, I'm assuming it was they, they were relatively unknown. I would say, mm. you know, yeah. I'm not really sure about that. That's me sort of speculating. Um, but that yeah, would make I mean, sense. that song though now has come. Uh, it's pretty synonymous, I would say, with like just. I don't you... know how you. Well, I was going to say something else. I was going to say like the genre, which I was, which I was going to say, but I'm not sure mm. if we're going to come on to that or. You know, if it's worth saying now, really. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Say it now, please. Yeah, I think, um, I think really, um, 
it's a tough one because I would say I would class I would class it as a as an indie album, but yeah. I think it's kind of what really defines indie. I think is maybe a little bit more vague than sort of other genres. At least I, I think, think very I think very so. vague. So so the, the what literally defines in indie is um it's literally an independent label. So it's independent of a label. So it doesn't yeah. it's, it's it's produced separately, but. I know what you mean, where you could it's, sort of call something indie pop or something like that, and it, it does have yeah. a sound and a vibe. Yeah, I think I was going to say it, it's it's more than just like it's more than that, isn't it? I think it's it's taken on to mean something else over time. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, bands like Vampire Weekend or maybe like early Arctic Monkeys were kind of like indie rock. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Or like two door cinema rock club. Sort of you know, bands like that. Yeah. They're, they they all remind me of this sort of time period, like like what you said, John, when like the Inbetweeners was airing, like that sort of time mm. period. I'm like, that was the music that I remember most from from then. It was it was it was kind of like I mean I don't remember it well because at the time I was not interested in this type of music, but it it just feels like it was kind of the cool thing to like that music a little bit mm-hmm. like other than like the the charts even though some of these songs would enter the charts it was almost like they would kind of you know possibly be here and there in the charts and and you'd hear someone talk about oh you heard of the wombats and yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Hello, hello. have you heard wombats <laughs> It's like some big guy down the well, pub. Obviously from uh, Yorkshire. And... Yeah, son's told me about it. Wombats. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think it's like, the, there was like the, the popular alternative to like the charts. Yeah, that, that's it. It's, it is almost like an alternative pop, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Or at course, least that's what it kind of was a little bit at the time. Yeah, I mean, of course, when you've got like shows like the Inbetweeners and things like that playing this sort of music as well, at the time, the Inbetweeners was like, you know, so popular you're going to associate that with, you know, it's cool, isn't it? But it does, it does stray into that as well, where just, just a bit earlier than some of the bands that we're talking about, things like the Libertines and how the Libertines yes. did in, encapsulate some of that earlier indie stuff. And then the mm. whole thing with uh, sort of Paul Doherty and Amy Winehouse and how that sort of shows a stray and a um, sort of a tie over to pop music and uh, to, to that sort of like culture and how they, they possibly could feed on each other as an alternative to what, what people do listen to. Um, so no, I entirely agree with you. Where it, it seems to be, it, 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 I don't think it's you listen to one or the other. It's it's just a, a cool alternative to some people, in a way. And 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 another show that I think if if uh, if you want to listen to a show with good indie music would definitely be Gavin and Stacey. They put loads yeah, of the libertines yeah. and like the strokes and stuff yeah, on. That's good fun. It, it's kind of funny though because even though I would kind of class it as indie, there's a lot of different things within the album that i was quite surprised to hear because i had in my mind going into it i had an idea you know an idea of what i thought would be in the album you know what mm. sonically how it would how it would be and i think from listening to it i think i was quite surprised at, at some of the sort of different things i heard you know I, I, I think like going through it some of the song structures i was quite surprised with um instrumentals really varied like they had orchestral mm. strings mm. They had... i think that was one of the most exciting bits actually about the album for me i, I really it's enjoyed quite those diverse, weird... honestly. Yeah, yeah those weird instrumentals were were really good and, and just here and there you just get some really kind of like odd sounds going on it was really cool and I see why you might connect to that, David, where it, that's something that the gorillas do a lot as well, where they'll just pop in an orchestral number for, like, for example, White Flag, and half of that song's orchestral, and it, it really links to that. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you know, even talking about A-Punk, I think, I think it was A-Punk um, during it. There's like, I don't know if it is, maybe I'm wrong in this, it's like, it almost sounds like panpipe type yeah, instrument. Yeah. My, I'm um, pretty sure a few of them incorporate that kind of that sound yeah, a little and, bit. You know, mm. I felt like some of, there was uh, the song uh, Brin, I think it's Brin, and um, mm-hmm. I really liked the riff, the sort of main riff from that. I thought it was it was pretty pretty different. The vibe I got from it, they were using I'm not sure what scale that they were using, but it was a bit unorthodox. I thought, and was it yeah, a just... bit Welsh? Excuse me. <laughs> well, I I just saw the word. I was like Brin. It reminded me of Gavin oh, and like... and then uh... <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then I was like, oh, Wales. Oh, <laughs> 
Is this a, a song about the Welsh? And then I tried to listen to it. I tried to listen for Wales, and um, <laughs> I didn't really get Wales, but I didn't know if any of you guys did. No. Okay. No, no. Um, <laughs> I like it, though. I like it. Maybe yeah. they should. Maybe look into it a bit more. Maybe need to scratch below the surface. Maybe, maybe secretly, maybe secretly it is, yeah. <laughs> Conspiracy theory, you heard it here. I was going to say, so what, what what genres do you think it sits within then? So we've had indie. Mm. What do you reckon it comes under? I mean, I think there's actually quite like a bit of a folky influence in some parts, personally. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they have, you know, that there's pop influences. There was, um, again, I think it was A-Punk. His sort of vocal style reminded me of The Police a little bit. I don't mm. know if anyone else, is, if you've ever heard The Police much. Um, but yeah, I just it just reminded me of like Sting. I don't know if that was like some sort of influence that maybe he had, but I, I guess it's it's hard to define it considering, like I say, indie as a genre. I feel is very hard to just like define because mm. you can say oh indie pop, indie rock, which you know rock and pop don't really sound very similar. So how? Yeah, I, th- I think it's a tough one. I, I would say there's for me it sounds like there's there's a few influences. I was just going to ask, is indie metal a thing? No. I don't know. I've not heard of it if it is. I think that's like a direct contra... I just think there'd be like two polar opposites. that I think that's juxtaposed, yeah, because oftentimes it's more like light guitar chords and like uh, off-key or light singing, quite high-pitched. No, gap in the market, that's what I'm hearing. So the, the genres that I got down from my my wonderful Wikipedia and you know the source of all knowledge that is Wikipedia. Ooh, I look there too. Yeah, so I have that it's indie pop classic. I have that um, on one of the uh, album reviews. It called it Afro pop. Um, I had that as well. World beat, and then the the interesting one that I found was also chamber pop. And so I had to look into what chamber pop was, and it is defined yeah. as it's sort of rock music characterized by use of strings. Um, strings, horns, piano, vocals, harmonies, uh, and components drawn from orchestral and lounge pop, and that I, I, that was interesting because it it means it. I think that, that while this is, you could definitely characterise this as indie. It does stray into the, the mildly orchestral and the, and and it's got the Afro pop yeah, sure. elements, and it, it's sort of like cross genre in a way. Yeah, I, I, like I, I would agree. I don't think you know some albums are clearly very definable, aren't they? This is like one sound. But it's like what I was saying. I think it was quite sonically diverse, more than I was expecting. Mm. And then when you've got that many influences, it, it, it it's it's hard to pin down just one specific thing and be like, it is this. So yeah. So here's something I did want to mention about the album, and sure. it's something that I actually also tying into what we're saying about you know the genre of indie. Something I think's probably, or at least I have in my mind. Uh, like a characteristic of an of an indie album, I think it's quite a short album. Like it's, mm-hmm. I think it was like mm-hmm. what thirty five minutes or so. Something well, like a punk is like two minutes. Yeah, like it's a really, something. it's a really, um, really short album f- for me. Anyway, personally, I think usually the albums I tend to listen to tend to be longer. I don't know if that's, you know, I, I listen to a lot of like heavy metal, and I think there's a tendency in heavy metal to have like some songs ranging on the the seven, seven minute mark, not to say that's any better or worse, just Mm -hmm. uh, it's quite, uh, you know, I think uh, to me, it's more of a characteristic, I think of, of like an an indie, um, uh, you know, an indie band to to have these short, sharp, like uh, uh, songs. Uh, One example I was thinking of is the vaccines. Mm, Yeah. Um, I know some of their songs that they, you know, they're like two minutes. Uh, I can see you're singing that in your head there, John. <laughs> oh, my friends falling in love. Oh, but um, yeah, I don't know if anyone else thought that, like, you know, what your thoughts on, on sort of that are, if you think it's, it's like the right length, if you think it could be longer or. It's really easily digestible. And that's, <clears throat> I think that's one thing that for, for being a ramp into indie, for me was that's what kind of got me really into it was I was able to get an entire vibe and an entire like um, feeling from an album in a very short space of time. I agree with you. 34, mm-hmm. It's 34 minutes. I just looked. Um, 
and, and that does it does feel rather short and, and so i agree with you i mean i listened to um the next album i bought going back to the first albums i bought queen uh the greatest hits and obviously queen songs are notoriously quite long especially like yeah. bohemian rhapsody etc so i agree exactly. with you and i think that mm. i think that might tie into where it was really usable in soundtracks and adverts and things like that and it encapsulates a feeling because it's very sort of like quick here's here's a riff here's a, a, a feeling you're gonna uh, you're gonna get you know john singh and all my friends are falling in love that's it that's a hook from from the vaccine song that it makes it you know you could probably sing half the song just with those lyrics and i think yeah. that is that's a sort of sub well maybe not subgenre of indie but it, it's it's a vibe of indie of here's here's a riff or, or a hook that's going to take you in and um really give you a feeling of a song not overstay is welcome yeah um, i I, th- I think that ties into something else that we haven't really discussed which is like the lyrical side of things you kind of mentioned it toby earlier but yeah there isn't a I, narrative to the album is there it's I quite mean, random i think i think there's Ooh. some recurring themes though for sure yes oh, like, it's very youth like there's a lot of youth themes that come through i don't know i i, yeah, I didn't get yeah, a lot from yeah, it youth people yeah, <laughs> i mean <laughs> i don't know i don't know why i mean i i purposely didn't like go away and look at like any analysis of the albums or anything I wanted, I wanted to just listen to the album and then sort of leave it at that and maybe yeah. have a look at that afterwards but i i noticed like cape cod seems to come up a lot in the in the album nice as a place, place America, like different places that they're talking about i'm not sure if you know why that is if there's a reason so no, I, sh- I should that would have been really good to to look at wouldn't that <laughs> I've, I've got written down for that one um happy That's... chords and happy maracas that's but it's not, Cape not just in that song not just in that song it's mentioned i'm pretty sure it's mentioned mm. in a in like two of the songs he mentions Cape yeah. cod as a place um yeah and no I, clearly I there's there's some sort of reason for that i don't know if it's like you know so his own experience so I think... or what I think a, I think a I I might be entirely wrong. I might have to look it up, but I think a um, it could be. Oh, I think I mean a cape is obviously like a beach of some sort, so it could be maybe referencing like cape, like a cape, like in Africa, like a, it is. It is a place in America. Well, there you go. So yeah, And for example, it, it might be something to the. Uh, I think I don't know if they go to university, but the album cover is is a picture of a chandelier from Saint Anthony Hall in Columbia University, which is a, a semi-secret society. So it, it could be referencing that area, and they talk about walking across a campus and um, going to class in one of the songs, and that could be an element of that. Yeah, from what I recall, they wrote a lot of it like at college, didn't they? Mm. If, if that's right. Um... So that would kind of tie into that idea. Yeah, I mean, Cape Cod is in Massachusetts. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. But, <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, his lyrical style is 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 fairly unique, uh, I would yeah, say. Yeah, I think I, I really like it. I mean, oh, I guess not lyrical. But I was about to go into vocals, different things, but uh, vocally oh, clean. Can... I, I, like, I like, I think uh, he's got quite unique vocals. I know there's a lot of kind of crossover with indie vocals. I, you possibly say, oh, it sounds similar to other indie bands, but yeah, I, I think I, they're quite I, clean. I mean, yeah, the, the, I think, you know, he's clean, articulate. I, I would probably disagree and say, I don't think his vocals are that unique, personally. I, mm. I thought that his lyrical style was interesting. Mm. His, his, intonation of, his intonation yeah. of singing. It's it's almost mm. a... Um, it's, 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 it's in some ways... I think it's the perfect. I think the the songs for me feel like a perfect matchup of the instruments and the vocals. It, I agree with you. It might not be necessarily that unique, but I do think that the way that it's sung and the way that he uses intonation, etc., it yeah, does feel like, um, like it's a complete package. It does, none none of the elements feel out of place. No, no, for sure. And yeah, like it's not to say that I think he's a bad vocalist. Um, I just think when I'm thinking of like unique singers, I don't think it's like strays too. Yeah, he doesn't too stand far out, away from like he? a. Um, see, John's just going for the jugular. He's not Morrissey. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he is. Yeah. Uh, but then again, even no, even Morrissey, no. like to me, something with Morrissey, uh, you know, his lyrical style makes him more unique than his vocal what? style. I think. Sorry yeah. to burn, but what do you mean by lyrical style? 
so like Morrissey, the way the way he writes, or you know, it it's distinctive, isn't it? If someone read out some Morrissey lyrics, I'd probably know sure. they're Morrissey. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. If that yeah, makes no, sense. Okay. Yeah, no, I get you. And the same with the same with um, I'm, I'm not sure the the frontman's name. It's Ezra Koenig. Well, yeah, I thought that his choice of lyrics was was interesting. It was unique. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, for me, I've got a few words to summarise the album. For me, it was you know, you take this as you want. The official review, yeah, the official <laughs> review from me. Um, I've put fun, upbeat, nonsensical funk. Whimsical. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it, you know, and you know, actually, that that does it does fit into that. It is fairly whimsical. And and again, that's where it comes into how it fits into like soundtracks, which will bring me on to the next question. What child's film do you think it this song uh, uh, a song from this album features mm. in? Because I think uh, it might be a couple of what is Mr. It? Blobby? No, um, it's, it's a more recent. That's not one. even a film. That's that's <laughs> a character. It's a character. <laughs> you know, big out to Mr. Blobby. You know, yeah. yeah we're, we're, other oh, other TV characters available. It's not sponsored by Mr. Blobby. Um, <laughs> Should be. I mean, you got to give us a clue. Is there, like, what what song oh, are we is talking it, is about it, here? Is it At a, least tell us yeah, the song. An American, what song is it? American or British? So the the song in specific is M seventy nine. Oh, I okay. Listened to that a couple of times. That one. That was the one with the instrumental. It was like orchestral almost. Was it? I think that was the one. That I'm thinking I think of, at like the beginning. I think at the beginning. Yeah. I think at the beginning it was quite classical sounding. Mm. And so. Uh, the 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 hint to what the film is 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 it, there's a second one coming out pretty soon, and John will know that I am maybe not Mr. the Blobby biggest too. fan of it. Yeah, <laughs> Mister Blobby Two, Electric oh. Boogaloo. <laughs> oh, naughty, naughty! But I actually do know what it is now. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a more modern. Well, I say it's a more modern. The the, the films you're referring to are more modern. Yeah. Um, are you gonna are you gonna say? Yeah, I'll I'll say. Go on, say it, cause... Peter Rabbit. Peter Rabbit. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah, I had no idea. I had no idea. I think you can... that Toby is fond of. Uh, yes, he's yeah, he's definitely fond of. No, I absolutely hate Peter Rabbit, um, as I spoke about on a different podcast. But um, the, what what the point I was going to get around to with it is you can imagine an orchestral, especially the, the sound from M79 featuring into that sort of like, oh, yeah. let's get something so, that's like quite happy, whimsical, is, you know, oh, the I rabbit's think... throwing a carrot yeah that, yeah i think that could very easily fit in and you would probably think it was composed for that film exactly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah for sure well you have to you have to blur out the odd uh, f word and and what have you uh, what and peter rabbit i've seen the second one but in, in... <laughs> it's completely different nothing like the first one <laughs> all right peter <laughs> give me all your lunch money <laughs> But no, yeah. So that 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 that, that was my uh, about the about the extent of the questions I had. How does that how does that round up for you guys? What what's your? I mean, John's already rounded up the. Uh, the oh, album sorry, I, I, I jumped the gun a little I mean, bit. Um... Yeah, no, you know, I enjoyed it. I think it's something that I probably wouldn't have listened to. Um, you know, had you not said, and you know, I, I do like sort of going out and, and, and listening to different types of music and. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I I will say I I enjoyed it. Um, you know, I didn't it didn't hit everything for me. I thought there was a couple of songs I wasn't really a massive fan yeah. of. Um, mm-hmm. but um, I can take overall, it. Don't be, don't be soft. <laughs> uh, there was only one song in that. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think that there was. I think there was maybe two two that I just didn't really care for. Um, mm-hmm. but overall, I thought I thought it was uh, no, I enjoyed it. Like you say, I think. It is very easily digestible, and from start to finish, there's like a clear vision of how the album is, um, mm-hmm. and I think it does work. I think it does work. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, that there you go. That's mine. Yeah. yeah, I pretty much yeah, absolutely. I I agree with most of it. I think I'll like. I guess Dave, would will you be returning to the album anytime yeah. soon? Um, I think I would return to some songs. I don't know, return yeah. to like a whole playthrough again. Um, okay. But maybe because, like you say, it's not it's not that it's not that long, so yeah, you know, I could yeah, probably very easily put it on in the car, and before you know it, you have listened to a couple of songs. <laughs> You've listened to the whole album. <laughs> oh my god! But, but, but yeah, no, I, 
<laughs> I I found myself I, I I listened to the whole album as as you you know in in sequential order and and then I came back to it shuffled it and I was a couple of songs like you know kind of you know happy chords it was it was all going well you know happy times I was Feeling enjoying good. it um yeah. I thought but, it was all going well but then <laughs> yeah I guess it, I guess for me it I think I think as I was listening to it more I think they stood out a little bit more and they kind of vibed a bit more with me if that makes uh, certain songs sense yeah. Yeah, yeah, when, but, that, when um, the other one came on, you were just like, "Oh man, if only I was listening to Blue." Oh, going on. So, so. I, I think actually, before I guess going on to anything else in regards to talking about albums, um, like like I don't normally do like a, a whole album playthrough. I, mm. It's just not something I tend to do very often. Like, what mm-hmm. about you guys? Well, that's that's a symptom of the of the. Uh, we all mentioned that we had Spotify in some way. That's a yeah, symptom that of Spotify, is... isn't it? Where an album, an album is released, and you're not. I think the last. I think that... this is something that I've been trying to get back into, and and it's an, it, and and again, this might denote me as really cheesy and and make me sound really like uh, vanilla. But I, I last say listened it, to the, well, the first album that I started listening to from start to finish. I listened to the George Ezra album, Staying at Tamara's, and I absolutely love that album. Uh, is that I remember with Budapest on. Uh, no, it's got uh, Shotgun. Ah. ah. And I listened to that. I listened to that start to finish, and and that was what started me to do it again. But again, it's something you fall off of. It's so easy yeah, to hop in to, and go on that song. That song. I think it's a real, a real shame that people don't listen to albums from start to finish because there's a reason that album is selected in that order. Um, mm. And yeah, I, I I listen to. I would say a lot of the time I try and listen to uh, an album from start to finish. Um, to because I think that can elevate an album personally. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If you listen to a whole album and it's coherent, it has a vision of you know what it's trying to do. Because each album is trying to do something. Each serious album sonically is trying to put across a, a theme. What's or... what's their angle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. come on, come on, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I I, I do try to, but obviously you know, I'm not I'm not going to sit here and be like I only listen to albums front of back and on my vinyl <laughs> player because obviously I, I don't sometimes I just pop one song on but i do try yeah if an album comes out that i'm gonna yeah i will try i think that's it for me more recently if i'm invested in an artist i'm i'm now more willing to just you know blast through an album when it's released mm. or you know i don't know if you guys do this you probably less so I, I don't know if you do this but like spotify come up with like uh, it tends to be on a friday in the uk um, they come up with like a playlist of like the latest songs from you know, based on a genre or the charts or something like that. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Um, tend to yeah, just shop through I mean, that. And I guess that's how I found a lot of artists. This mm. is like this could open. I could probably talk a lot about. Yeah, this. I was going to say. So, yeah, this this is like quite I feel a like this this, this this opens up a question which yeah I'm not going to go into, but I just say that I think there is it, it's kind of. You know, there's an underlying problem in in, in music. Uh, it's not like a new thing, but you know the way that things are now. Um, a lot of music is like manufactured just for those those singles, just that one mm. or two songs mm-hmm. from an album that are marketed. Um, what are you telling me? My Ariana Grande album listen was a waste <laughs> of time. <laughs> you know, I, you know, I, I'm not saying it's it's every like mainstream artist or anything like that, but I do think that. Um, yeah, it's it, it's it's a shame that people don't listen to to albums as a whole, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. I think it's part of like the the mu- you know just the way the music industry is that they you know they they're not interested in in that so much you know they, they'd rather mm-hmm. just have their two main two main two three main singles and yeah I think I think that's it nail on the head there you got on for ages about that so mm-hmm. final segment shall we say yeah yeah let's do it. what segment. is it Toby. Uh, I, I think I think David might be more qualified yeah, to talk this, about this. Yeah. David, David, bring us on nicely. What are we going to call it? The uh, I don't know, crazy lyrics. <laughs> I'm good. The worst name never happened. This is. Uh, I oh, wish I had some story. sort of really good name to call it, like John with his cuz who, which we've had oh, to cut. Oh, oh name out. dropping there. Oh, that's right, we can cut that out. We can cut that All out. Right. Uh, edit that out. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, this segment is basically we're going to have some weird lyrics and we're going to try and guess 
what those weird lyrics are from. So what artist has sort of said these weird lyrics? This is where we put in the jingle and it goes, guess the weird lyrics, guess the weird lyrics. I want full soundtrack. I like it. Continue. I was looking I want that. interlude songs. I want there to be like a drum roll <laughs> when we're guessing. I want a brrr, I mean... <laughs> Welcome we to the Mario one. We're going to get. We're not going to Anyway, right. Sorry, Dave. So, go I'm going to get up um, some weird lyrics. Now, I did. Okay. This is one I. This is one I got earlier. I'm on Blue Peter now. Um, Okay. Wonderful. Okay. Uh, okay I'm, going, I'm going oh into God, a certain it's... mindset here where, you know, I'm I'm just in the lyrics, you know what I mean? Okay, so which artist said this? Now you get to watch her leave out the window. Guess that's why they call it window pane. Oh, window know. paint or window pane? Window pane. <laughs> <laughs> the lyric has so much less meaning of his window pane. <laughs> 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 not I that mean, it's like not that it's a genius anyway yeah. but <laughs> um could you window yeah w- window paint uh, i'm now i'm thinking like this is like what does it mean what does it all mean yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can, can we repeat the lyrics please dave because I, I didn't quite catch it all okay okay let me let me get this back up let me now yeah. you get to watch her leave out the window guess that's why they call it window pane oh i've got well, I, I know it is i know it is gone Michael Jackson. No. <laughs> he likes Windows. We know that much. That's all I'm saying. That was Eminem. Oh, really? The M- so, so this one you've just said is by Eminem. This, yeah, What's this the song? one you just said is Eminem. What's the song? I don't know what the song is. This is, this is a high budget. I need to. I'll have a look. I'll have a look. <laughs> Love the way you lie. It's love. Oh, love the way you lie with Rihanna. Yeah, that'll be why I've heard it. You know that because it's yeah, got Rihanna. It's in it. Can song. you sing the lyrics? Because I can't picture. Can it. I sing the lyrics? No. <laughs> please. <laughs> um, okay. Let me get some. Let me get some more up for you. Are these loads. are these just like you wrote them down on your phone or something? When you just like you going through yeah. you going through some tracks and you just like oh my god that really hits deep. Yeah. I've, Every, every time I'm listening, I'm like, Jesus Christ, that's yeah, a ridiculous yeah, lyric. Yeah, better better, yeah, better yeah. jot that down in case I'm on a podcast in the future where I <laughs> talk about weird lyrics. Oh, yes. Okay. This this one this one's a good one. This one's good one. So it is, it is quite a famous band. I'm not sure if you'll know the song, but okay. this is right. the lyric. And I met a girl. She asked me my name. I told her what it was. <laughs> that's it. That's the lyric. <laughs> But it's direct and to the point. Um, yeah, I mean... Blunt. Oh, James Blunt. Oh, no. Oh. That one That one was razor light. Uh, right. Mm. Can do, I'll do one more. I love John's me- methodology for getting this. Is he's, He just used to... He said, oh, the, the, the lyric is, is a blunt lyric. Therefore, it must be James <laughs> yeah. Blunt. Because, of course, the only yeah. things that James Blunt says in his songs are blunt. <laughs> Blunt. Yeah, I mean, he is pretty blunt in the song. So. No, yeah. I love it. I'm with it. <laughs> right, so the next lyric I've got for you guys is... Are you ready for this one? This is a good I'm one. Ready. I'm ready. I'm, I'm so ready. My stove deserve a shout-out. I'm like, what up, stove? <laughs> now, what is what words is, is this what the wordsmith? cover? Is this the... <laughs> Coveted uh, Gordon Ramsay Christmas albums. <laughs> <laughs> it would make you know a lot more sense. I mean the, the I mean the title of the song. I'll give you the title of the song. I think you'll know All the right, artist, right. but the title of the song is called Fork. So, oh, oh that has not helped me. It, no, yeah. If anything, it's just thrown me no. into more of a tailspin. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Mary Berry. No, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm this track for... on Paul Hollywood. Yeah. I'm gonna go for. I'm gonna go for. It's a uh, rapper. It's a rapper. Guess a rapper. Oh, okay, that that kind of ties into what I was about to say. So, uh, <laughs> do you know rapper? of the YouTube phenomenon? Uh, we can edit that word out. Um, <laughs> Don't need chunks. To edit that out. So... <laughs> chunks. <laughs> yeah, into I know some who he is. Songs. Oh, friends with yeah, James yeah, Madison. Just... 
Don't know. Hello, is this yes. someone I need to add to the listen list, or is it, or, or is it really not? That I don't real? think you're going to need to uh, check him out. And no, it's not him. No. So uh, <laughs> there you go. As quickly cool. as he came, well, goodbye. And <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to go for. Uh, you know, it's, it's been one before. I reckon it could be Eminem again, round two. Unfortunately, not. This one is two chains. Uh, uh, I say that like I was close, but you've definitely heard of two chains, John. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of two chains, yeah. but I don't know if I've ever listened to them. Being PC, you yeah, know, just you know, one guy making. Just one guy. Okay, two cool. chains. Cool. Yeah, no, I haven't listened to two two chains. <laughs> There's not two blokes. Each one of them's called chains. <laughs> My, yeah, this is this is chain. I'm chain. Together we're two chains. Well, you know. <laughs> All right then, guys. Are you ready for this last lyric? Yeah, yeah give it to us. Drop it on us. Awesome. Okay, so the last lyric is: Only time will tell if we stand the test of time. Who said that? Mm. Oh, I've got a couple of things in mind here. Say them. <laughs> okay, sure, yeah, I've got, I've got two. Um, go on, go I'm gonna on. Go what with, have you got? I'm gonna go with my my girl that I mentioned That's, earlier. Is that a band? What? No, 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 no. I was about to say Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande. No, it's not. Any right. of the guesses? Can I, I, can can I get the hint. lyric again? Can I get the lyric again? Yeah. Only time will tell if we stand the test of time. Do you, want to get, do, you know, do you have a hint for us? That might be. That yeah. Might be okay. So this is a popular, like, '80s band. Think like pinnacle, pinnacle '80s. I was gonna say like, kind of rocky, and like, beast, but a bit like hair, hair rock sort of. Wham. Yeah, glam, glam rock. Uh, no. Go on. I'll give you one more chance. Come on, someone. Uh. Thin Lizzy? That was actually a decent guess, but no, it's Van Halen. Uh, That's a decent guess, though. You, uh, fair play, fair play. Uh, you, might as well, you might as well give me the point. God. Yeah, I don't, there's no. no points involved. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to give you the point. In fact, John, you've got, <laughs> yes! you, and you've got a bonus point. You've won. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so looking towards next week, obviously, I've got an album coming up for you guys. Um, and I've got a little hint for you to see if you can guess what it is. So the hint is this person died and they're in the 27 club. Oh, sad club, sad club, sad time. You don't want to be a part of that club. <laughs> and that's the end. 